Geeks. Welcome back to the 1099. As always, I am your host, Joseph Noob. And this week, I'm really excited to introduce you to three members of the team behind Raji, an ancient epic. It's an upcoming indie action-adventure kind of game. Think like God of War, but instead of ancient Greek mythology, we're talking more like ancient Indian or Balinese or Hindu mythology. I first spotted this game at the ID at Xbox event uh, during the week of GDC. And I fell in love with it really quickly because here's here's this like by all uh, definitions an India small indie team based in Pune, India, the city of Pune, uh, making this really beautiful, really thus far really well polished action game that's just drenched in Indian mythology and iconography, and uh, it, it just tells a very uniquely cultural story, I think. And so I wanted to talk to the three of these folks, uh, Avishal Singh, Ian Maud, and Shruti Ghosh, uh, about you know what were the origins of wanting to make a game like this, uh, what they kind of wanted to say or illustrate about Indian culture, and especially what it must be like uh, making a game in India like this uh, where you know some of the things that we take for granted are uh, just not available quite as often they were telling me earlier in the in the recording that their power had gone out at least six times that day you know can you imagine we, we get pissed if like our internet is torn down once I've done a fair bit of reporting on the Indian uh, game community and industry uh, mostly for like gamedaily.biz and a lot of it go figure a lot like china there's uh, a bigger swell of popularity for mobile gaming and so being a console or pc developer in this region is is different and so i wanted to learn more about that so to be upfront with this episode uh the team behind raji they're based in Pune, india and as you may imagine, some of the things that we take for granted here in the Western world uh, are not uh, always present for them. Uh, their internet went out six times that day, they told me. And uh, to make a long story short, they have also ended up adopting uh, eight dogs, at least eight dogs off of the street. So there were a few moments where like editing around dogs. And also they had construction going on at like 8.30 p.m. their time. Uh, which was very peculiar to me. So uh, other than that, just bear in mind, we're dealing with a, a kind of sketchy, held together by paper clips and, ba- and, and bubble gum kind of spirit here. So apologies about some of the rough audio, but I think you'll find the conversation really fascinating. And uh, you know, let us know what you think on Twitter and all that. And make sure to support Raji uh, on Twitter and their Discord channel, which is linked below in the SoundCloud description. Here's the show. Welcome to another episode of the 1099. As always, I'm your host, Joseph Noop, and I'm glad you're here with me. And today I am very honored to be joined by three founding members of Nodding Heads Games, the team behind Raji, an ancient epic, an action game in the vein of God of War that pulls heavily from Indian and Balinese and uh, Hindu mythology. We've got project manager Avishal Singh uh, and art director Ian Maud and Shruti Ghosh. Hey guys, how are all of you? We're good, thank you. We're good, yeah. I'm also the game designer first. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I was looking that up earlier and I wasn't super clear, so uh, good to know. And I know, Shruti, you, you were, yourself were uh, a graduate of art school and it's a lot of your uh, artwork that's gone into this game, right? Yeah, it's uh, so I've done a bachelor's in fine arts, so kind. I've been always inspired by the old... Indian traditional paintings so yeah it was kind of my tribute to the old art so that's where I get inspired from the art style for the Raji's uh, environments and characters. And I, I hear one of our special guests there in the studio already. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys you guys are based in India. Um, uh, what city in India? Pune. Pune? And you guys were mentioning earlier before we were setting up the call that you guys have about like eight dogs in the office that have all been rescued from the streets. Uh, how, how does that even begin to happen? 
one plus one. <laughs> I guess it started with one, and then they just kept coming to us. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it's just madness, really. Yeah, so it started with when uh, when we were in the college, when me and Ian were uh, teaching game art, and uh, that's where we actually met the rest of the team. And so that's a uh, few of the students rescued um, these pups. Mm. No, actually, first we got Haley. Haley yeah. So we went to buy a plant uh, at a nursery, and we ended up getting a puppy from the street. <laughs> You know, a plant, a puppy, same level of commitment. Really. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah because uh, the, so basically in India there are a lot of street dogs and mostly like um, they're not in a very good condition and a lot of them have really bad situation they end up in. So that's how most of our dogs have been in and like we try to help them get them home and try to look for a permanent home for them but most of them have failed to get one because mostly people like having other breeds like Labrador or German Shepherd or like other and they don't quite consider the Indian dogs to be as pets so they prefer them to be street dogs so yeah that's how we have all our eight dogs right now yeah and we just got these two right beneath us here we've got Patch and Goldie and they were uh, rescued from a garbage dump, and the other one was outside the the uh, society that where we're where we're based in now. Well, good on you guys for you know uh, uh, taking part in uh, giving those dogs a home, even if it's you know uh, temporary. And uh, that's that's really special. Like you, you hear all the time about like office pets, but I think that that's that's certainly a level above just a regular office pet. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Well, they're turning into office pets <laughs> because, <laughs> because they are at this rate. They will be part of the pack. I mean, we've got four ourselves, which uh, me and Shruti have got four ourselves, and um, you know, it's we're, we're not giving them away. Uh, they are definitely ours, but these two were me not meant to be a permanent fixture, and uh, but they seem to be. Well, let's talk about the the origin itself of Nodding Heads games first. Let's go all the way back to the beginning, um, before even the idea for uh, Raji, an ancient epic, uh, really started. Uh, you guys, uh, from what I gather, you all met uh, in or around university, right? Yeah. Yeah, th there was this like um, campus that was set up specifically for uh, video game um, design, arts, um, industrial design and animation and that's where Shruti and I were lecturing there um, and then um, Vigil and his batch they had graduated um, as I'd gone there so that'd be 2014 and um, so I didn't really know Abby that well um, and it was basically on Shruti's recommendation that uh, you know we hear what we you know, hear what he has to say and uh, and then I think it was years later, wasn't it? After that, that we decided to three years later. Three years later, we decided to to go for it. But uh, I'll let Abby tell his story. Uh, yeah, when I was graduating the college, uh, uh, I knew Shruti and I knew. <laughs> oh, so oh no, here we go. I knew <laughs> about okay. the uh, like. She's a talented artist and there was this, uh, I think, notion that we were not satisfied at that point with whatever we had done. And Shruti had been in the industry for almost seven years back then. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and well, I was young into the industry, but, you know, there's always this, let's do something, kick ass. And uh, in 2014, the new year for 2014, I was in... Rajasthan, I was in uh, Jaisalmer and uh, there is this particular place Rani Ki Haveli which is a 16th century uh, palace for the queens who, who used to live there and it's uh, something that's like you will be it's like a jaw-dropping uh, architecture you know palace there where I was like wait why is this not in a game it's like you've we've seen so many things right and palace oh yeah at the palace in Jaisalmer right that's where the first idea of why is this not a game the question was asked 
and I think very soon I approached Shruti and I asked her like uh, would you be interested in something like this and uh, we, we've not seen a game based off India like uh, a legit like you know something that's inspired by the lore and the myths and it features purely Indian characters and all of that and she was like uh, you know she had this thing like she wanted to do something like that and you know it uh, didn't solidify instantly but uh, three years later I mean I went off to Zynga I was there for two years working on Farm Bill mm-hmm. and Empires and Allies while Ian and Shruti both were training at the college but you know at Zynga I was never satisfied and you know we had the idea going so in my free time I think I used to collect a lot of references images used to see what's there what's not there and we had this excel sheet linkopedia and it had all sorts of things for puzzles for mechanics and all those so finally in 2017 I think uh, we we got serious about this and this all happened over Skype like there was uh, no meeting for a long time and uh, we even uh, our programmer Paris I had asked him uh, he was my colleague uh, at the college and he was also working at a studio for two years and he had just quit like a couple of months ago and we asked him like uh, will he be interested and you know once you have an artist and designer and uh, programmers there's a team <laughs> so we pretty much started out back then and uh, uh, first uh, you know the game was being made on unity in 2d because uh, there was this whole hand painted aspect like uh, but you know that would have killed Shruti uh, not mm-hmm. not that she's not getting killed now <laughs> but yeah that would have definitely killed her by now so at least she's still alive yeah so so 2017 rushed to december the first meeting in pune happened was it 17 or 16 16 sorry my bad so the years are all mixed up because of the crunch and because of all that experience so much uh it's all just like i i i always say the wrong years sorry it's 2016 when all of this was happening 2016 december is when the team met for the first time in pune and uh, I think that's where we decided we are going to make a demo, we're gonna go on Kickstarter, we're gonna make a teaser, we're gonna make a trailer, we're gonna do it in this many months and you know things never go according to the plan but we managed to do everything that we wanted to achieve and in 10 months what we had as a demo we were extremely proud of the quality uh, in terms of art, sound, design, coding and uh, from there, you know, we have not stopped yet. Just keep going, keep yeah, going, keep, keep going, going, keep going. As, as all game development seems to be, you just keep going and you keep your head down until you can finally come up for air, right? Yeah. Yeah, my God, it's like a, a whale birthing, really. It's like a gap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to get that fresh air. But then as soon as you're up there, you're back down again. So before we before we get too ahead of ourselves, uh, wh- whoever is best for this, uh, give me what is the elevator pitch for Raji? Who, if someone doesn't know what Raji is, how would you explain it to someone? Just for Avi, you know you want to. Well, uh, Raji, an ancient epic, is an action adventure game set in ancient India. The game's inspired by Hindu and Balinese mythology, and we are offering you a unique universe to explore. And uh, so today, like, I really want to get a better idea of I in my work, I've done a little bit of reporting on like what it uh, the the Indian game industry and pretty much like all I've ever really heard about is like mobile games and whatnot. And uh, we'll talk we'll talk about Raji, the game itself. But first, I really want to ask, like, what what is it like making a video game in India, much less a, a like PC or console game in India? Uh, is it is that kind of area of the industry, is it flourishing or is it just beginning to grow? Uh, what does it look like from your perspective? I mean, uh, from our perspective, we see very few, I mean, handful, handful of uh, PC and console studios uh, here in India. And it is true, yeah, everyone's going for mobile or, you know, educational games or browser games. 
Um, mm. You know, people are looking for the, 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 the financial the return. Quick turnaround, yeah. yeah, the quick turnaround. I mean, it's funny to say even a lot of people were skeptical about our own project and we were told you should make this an episodic content, you should make Raji a one hour thing or you should make it mobile, you should be making mobile games first and then do your main game and we were told all these things and you know we, we were okay with it because you know those things are considered normal here but uh, we knew like if we had to you know establish uh, a benchmark in not just the Indian gaming industry but had to match with the global industry we had to listen to ourselves what we wanted out of this and uh, you know there, there were times when I'm sure like it seemed people were skeptical had doubts but here we are we have sailed through it and we think uh, Raji will uh, inspire more people to uh, step in the PC console uh, department for video games and actually that's not us saying we were at NASCOM India the one Indian event one of the biggest event we have in India and a lot of people approached us uh, you know young people in their tw- uh, 20s uh, like early 20s uh, they were speaking about how we inspired them and how we were able to complete this and you know that's how we see it uh, they there are a couple of studios but you know it's still uh, you we we are very far away from what you call a boom right <clears throat> we are very far away from where people start looking at this as uh, uh, you know what do you call it like uh, investment from which they can get a return and I'm talking about uh, investors everyone's looking for money first and you know there's a problem because uh, everyone want, wants short term return and making a PC console game it's never short term it's one year minimum I guess to make a decent product and that too is like a short gameplay pro- perhaps did your um did any of your families for any of you uh did any of your families have like peculiar thoughts on like oh you're going into you're going to make video games for a career i i happen to be talking with a, a gentleman named chandana ekanayake uh who was originally from sri lanka and moved to america and now makes like playstation vr games and uh he he had a lot to say about uh his parents you know kind of expected the typical thing of like you'll become a doctor or a lawyer what you're gonna make video games uh so did, did you guys experience anything like that well, well the, i think the first off i mean considering that i'm probably the oldest in the team and that um when i was at university there was no courses that there are that that sorry that there are today um mm-hmm with regards to creating content for video games and so on. Um, I mean, you know, my degree is graphic design illustration. And it's, yeah, my, you know, my parents were quite bemused, I think, to, to say the least, with regards to what I, what I moved into as a profession. Um, and you know, I think even today when I speak to, you know, to, you know towards my dad, um, you know, about what I do for a living, it just glazed eyes just appear. You know, they just uh, you know don't understand or you know they have little interest in regard. To I think as long as they they know that I've got some money um, for the rest of the month, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know that we're able to feed ourselves. But um, I mean, with regards to you know my mum and my dad, I mean specifically you know, from the western hemisphere, they were. Uh, um, yeah, they weren't, they weren't particularly, you know, and you know, encouraging or or otherwise, really. What about you, Shri? For me, it's actually the opposite. I came into this field because of my dad. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So I, since I did my uh, thing in fine arts, and I, I was more interested in going into the traditional arts. And my dad actually found about uh, this animation course and because he's always been scared that I'll be this poor artist painting all my life and probably I'll make yeah. money after I'm dead. So, uh, so he, he actually uh, got me uh, interested in this course and he said, 
do it see what if it opens new doors for you and i did play some games and i, I thought okay i'll give it a, a chance and yeah here i am and i'm still working here so i owe whatever i have to my dad so he actually he's very open to all this and he does keep a track of everything that goes on and so he's the one who led me to this so that's him to blame yeah <laughs> That, that's fun. That's awesome that your dad like was really supportive in that respect. I, I've told this story before uh, on the show, but I, I'm always amused by like what my uh, parents will gravitate towards whenever I'm talking to them about the game industry. You know, if I if I show my dad a, a narrative kind of base game, he doesn't really care. He's not he doesn't like he doesn't even read books or anything like that. But if I show him or like my uncles, uh, like a city building game, like city skylines or something where they can like build infrastructure and like, you know, make streets and whatnot. They, they gravitated around my laptop one Christmas and it was just the strangest feeling ever. So it seems like it's always a matter of personal taste, uh, among generations. And, uh, so one thing, one thing I'm wondering about too, I, uh, a GDC or two ago, I, I happened to be fortunate enough to attend the um, the one reason to be one of the one reason to be panels hosted by uh, Mr. Rami Ishmael. And uh, basically the panel was, you know, various developers from various uh, marginalized countries in the games industry. And one or two of them uh, talked about like, you know, they, they might have been from like African continent countries or uh, Eastern European. They talked a lot about about uh, the struggles of having a like consistent work schedule when uh, in a burgeoning region uh, when they had to worry about like infrastructure needs uh, like electricity or public transportation or law enforcement uh, I don't want to assume anything but is that something that you guys have to worry about um, basic kind of upkeep things like that or are you in a region that is uh, relatively uh, stable and you can have a, a very uh, uh, modernized kind of day-to-day uh, -day work life actually even if uh, you know if people consider Pune as a city and uh, it has its own problems and we have certainly faced them uh, you know uh, staying here or trying to set up here and uh, we'd like to mention that uh, we never received uh, I mean if you mention it to a government official that you're doing video games and they will probably not understand it first of all so you know mm -hmm. there were no benefits or tax related or any kind of schemes from the government and you know i actually chased few of these startup announcements but they always ended up uh, you know links on to links into more information and you just feel lost and uh, so you know we felt we were on our own from the very start uh, no help by the government plus of course you have these problems when you're setting up in India because uh, yeah it's a developing country and you face power cuts you face internet issues how many power cuts do we have today yeah <laughs> quite a few so it's summer just today yeah. just today we had about at least half a dozen yeah wow in, yeah. A, in and out and yeah. uh, Shruti's laptop is uh, already dying so I think it's gonna be dead so the next time it happens. Yeah, we've got that on the UPS. The laptop is on a UPS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, like. Yeah, but we struggled initially when we moved into this place for our studio. We struggled with setting up the internet for mm. a while. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. the general attitude of people is, we'll get it done tomorrow. We'll get it done tomorrow, which tomorrow never comes, and. Yeah, so we had fair share of struggle because of the place. It's just lack of professionalism that comes yeah. down from other companies, that's all. Um, what else? There's a list, isn't there? Ian there has a, a whole list of our <laughs> Please, yes, I, I, I am here for this list. <laughs> because he'll be the best one to save coming from somewhere else to says staying in India like I mean uh, just just going out for groceries is a challenge it's like whether or not you're going to come back alive um, it's, it's like uh, today I was out driving I had to go drop something off and it's like I just think it's myself all the all the uh, traffic violations that went on it's just mental mm -hmm. um, but it's just getting back on subject with regards to 
to any particular help with a specific like IT or you know like video games as I have you said there's, there's nothing there absolute no incentives in the UK there's many uh, government plans grants. And, uh, grants and and especially with the EU as well um, and everyone knows that the turnover of video games eclipses both movies and uh, the music industry combined and it's just phenomenal I mean I know that like, the, indus uh, the industry is quite new here but the thing is in industry uh, in India the uh, the predominantly it's either outsourcing or mobile game development yeah and um, and as mm. bold as and a even they I, I don't think there's any kind of support for them either no they're in no. yeah I mean, easiest thing to do, make a Bollywood cricket game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is, is anyone in the Indian games industry, like, attempting to change that or, like, you know, uh, trying to, like, lobby any politicians or anything like that? Or is it kind of at a standstill? Well, I've only heard that uh, the Hyderabad, the city Hyderabad, where I forgot the chief minister's name, but I heard he's... Uh, kind of, uh, he w he had these schemes of supporting animation and incubators and all that, but uh, it's I mean I think it's still far from being you know from being on paper to actual reality, right? It's it's announced, it's in progress, but when do the you know the industry receives the benefit? So until that, it it's not really there. But I mean. Uh, you know the the whole thing we i had this discussion with a friend that unless and until uh, the there's a there's a news channel and it's you know displaying that oh these guys have made uh, 20 million dollars uh, or whatever only then people will be like oh so you can make money there so it's okay to do it and you know you yeah. can go ahead. so so that's the problem here like no one has ever gone that far that it has hit maybe mainstream news and unless that becomes uh, you know I mean the polit politicians probably need an agenda right to support it mm. I mean and it's we are like a minority the minority of the minority it's a small industry like the, even the Indian game industry when it comes to India and then kind of branching out into the rest of the world to promote a game uh, or to even just conduct your your, your uh, business around your game. Uh, are there any sorts of cultural barriers that you guys have encountered? Uh, anything like a, a publisher or a tech representative who just kind of doesn't get what you guys are going for because of a cultural barrier of any? I think there might be uh, some people who don't understand this entire but well, not vocal straight away right well if, if but sure. I guess everyone gets uh, I think everybody's very interested in something new something new to explore in the industry so that's where mm. uh, everyone comes to s when they spot Raji they do they're intrigued they want to know more about it India all I certainly was yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so uh, everybody wants because India anyways intrigues people all around the world it, it is exotic for people to just know about the culture, to know about and it's a whole new different world and which has not been explored at all and uh, people globally don't know much about it. So I guess till now we've always got positive reaction whether it's from publishers or anyone out there or it's just someone who wants to play the game is they're just intrigued by it and the more they know about it they they like it and till now we've struck the chord with everyone mm. that they've related to the character they've kind of know more want to know more about the universe itself and the story behind it so yes <coughs> till now we've not faced any culture yeah there there are places where people want to know who is this goddess who like they don't mm. know they can't relate to what this particular character, this god does, or what this where, where did this weapon come from? But that's how you explore a story. That's how yeah. you explore a universe. So that's the most. Uh, that that that's how actually our game is uh, 
going to be teaching these things mm-hmm. it's uh, you know for, for a kid maybe uh, playing you know, not, watching not even it. for a child I mean even me <laughs> it's like it's like I mean this is not my culture and it's like for me coming in and working on this project it's just been fantastic because these guys are teaching me everything about the the law the, the gods um, and you know all the weapons and so on and, and you know, like Kali Vishnu etc and it's really interesting. There's like there's so much to it. Yeah, and and I totally get that because when I don't know I was twelve or fourteen years old and I had discovered Age of Mythology, I used to read about each and every god, Norse god, Egyptian god, Greek god. Oh, cool. It, it yeah. was so interesting for me, and I see the same. Like yeah, I was a gamer, and I'm this the world is full of gamers who are you know interested in mythology, history, lore, culture. And it's pretty much the target audience is there that who want to explore like, yeah, I've explored Norse mythology, Egyptian mythology, I've played Smite or I've played, uh, I don't know, God of War. War. Yeah, God of War. (laughs) And and then you see Raji and you're like, yes, that's something which I haven't seen before. And I just want to go back to when when we were at uh, EGX Rest. Um, last year, we were fortunate enough to attend that, and um, mm-hmm. Shruti and I were representing the team, and it was just fantastic. It was like we actually took a demo with us uh, that we could be playing on one of the screens because we thought, okay, well, we better have something for the other screen because we're not sure how how the game's going to be received, and we had no time to put it on it. Both the computers were utilised. Uh, 24/7 throughout the whole was it two or three day event, yeah, and um, and you know people were just coming up to us like left and right and just uh, complimenting us on you know um, you know the quality of the game the sound the gameplay um, we even like you know met the guys uh, from um, Epic they came over and uh, said hi and they were like saying you know and I said to uh, to them that. Both Shruti and I, or in fact most of the team, had never used the engine really uh, this time. And you know, this was our first attempt to use it. I mean, you know, a game engine is a game engine, but the same token it is quite a complicated engine. And um, there were everyone was really encouraged and very, very surprised at the quality. And I think that's what it was—the quality that we that we put together in that but short. But it's also—it was really uh, for me, especially. It was so surprising to uh, see that there were actually a lot of people who knew about Indian culture. They knew they they knew so much about the gods. Like they uh, they were interested. <coughs> they've actually done their research, and they've they was they were waiting for a game like this. I mm. I can actually remember the faces of these people I spoke to at the event mm. who spoke to me about the about goddess Kali or like will that will she appear in the game like for them to have something like that which they've not seen and to explore I think it's it's really amazing yeah. it's a treat yeah, yeah. It's a treat. but what but just going back to that point though do you remember the uh, the father the, there's an Indian uh, dad there and they added two sons yeah so there was this guy who was Indian and he's his two sons they're born uh, they're born in England so they're British by birth so uh, he bought his two sons to our uh, like booth and he wanted them to play and he was he had the headphones on and his son was playing so he was basically explaining to him all the different sounds so uh, in Indian females we wear these anklets which kind of make uh, like musical like little musical sound they're used for dance in India so Raji <laughs> is wearing one of them in the game so he was explaining that to his son and he was so happy to uh, kind of see a game that could showcase his uh, culture that he's brought up with to his son and these are the little revo- rewards that like yeah. really tell us like yeah it's people do want to play this game. Yeah it's just those details, I think there's a lot of details to it. So it, it just makes it even more uh, rewarding really. Well, that's so awesome to hear. I, I, I love hearing that when a game connects with somebody that, you know, especially like across generations, I suppose, in that context with the, the father and the, the kid, uh, 
let's let's dive a little into the game now. You guys were kind of already answering this question, but I'd, I'd love for you guys to expand even more on it. Um, Shruti, a, a, as the art director for the game, um, the, yeah, the uh, playing playing the game at GDC, I, I happen to play it, I think, at the uh, the ID at Xbox event. And yeah, just like anyone else walking by uh, a booth, you know, it, it's the, the visuals and uh, the like very clear cultural influence that kind of like really uh, spoke to me. So I, of course, sat down and played it for about, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And uh, what were the game is filled with these uh, Hindu and Balinese and Indian culture uh, and mythology kind of uh, iconography. What were some of the like parts? What were the parts of Indian culture that was like most important for you to communicate in this game? Loaded question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, initially, like uh, like I told you about this traditional painting style, which is uh, called the Pahari painting. So it is also has its origin from Rajasthan and other parts of the northern. Uh, parts of India so it's basically is a method at that time it was a method of telling a story and these particular paintings told the stories about Lord Krishna and his life and also about the kings of that time so they're kind of like documenting the history of that time but it also told a story through the environment so that that was a secondary story that was being told so i wanted to use uh, that thing in our environments and characters because like ian says that environments are character themselves they have got a story to tell how how a character is feeling so i i really wanted to use that in the uh, art style as well so each basically each frame that you look at it should be telling a story and also, if you see uh, the platforms that are there, they had some certain designs on them, like floral kind of designs. So this is very prevalent in Indian culture and Hindu mythology, like in homes when we have, so we do worship gods. So when we have these festivals, we do these uh, kind of like floral patterns and designs on the floor we have it in our temples so it's kind of auspicious so I wanted to have that in the game as well so you'll see that uh, prevalent in most of the platforms that you see in Raji and uh, yeah the colors and the mood are basically to depict that old style so something um, that kind of it's like my tribute to the artists who are lost like the art is slowly getting lost so I wanted to pay my tribute to them and show that we have such beautiful culture and beautiful uh, environments and world to showcase so this is uh, this was the thought behind the art style so tell me tell me too about like the in the game itself um there's aside from all the the visuals there's these raji fights off demons wearing face masks and is exploring these uh forts um i i'm gonna i may botch this of the uh rajput kings of uh rastan uh like that that seems to be a very clear influence tell me more about the the like the visual language of these demons and then also these like forts uh I, I, is it multiple forts or is it one that we're kind of exploring you know so okay. yeah you know talking about the characters character design is influenced by the balinese mythology and uh, this was in 2016 shruti and ian had gone to bali and they had witnessed these amazing temples and rooms where this face mask art style was there and later I think when we were discussing about the uh, about Raji and we always discussed uh, it as a universe of Raji right so it fit perfectly that you know we wanted to create a universe where humans and gods and demons these are like the base for the Hindu mythology itself and that's where we you know went with the character design to influenced from there and I think visually they were very striking and what we have planned for you know what's coming up uh, for the next you know the bosses and the demons I think we are very excited to share that so yeah that's that's where the mass the Balinese uh, influence came from 
Are uh, are any of the demons or any any of the characters aside from Raji? Uh, are they particularly uh, based on any uh, figure in uh, that mythology? In Indian mythology? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but I think telling you that might be a spoiler. Tell me, tell me a little bit about uh, the the forts um, that uh, you explore as Raji in the game. Uh, they they have they feel really huge. I remember uh, playing through uh, the demo and just feeling like, oh my god, this fort goes on forever. Like wow, uh, but it still felt like really distinctly uh, Indian. And uh, tell me tell me more about like where the inspiration for that came. And if you think that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to give a spoiler, but my god, one of the levels that we're doing right now is massive. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. So, yeah, that's the uh, one thing that the forts of uh, in Rajasthan are massive and they are just majestic from whichever angle you take a look from, however, they are like uh, Kumbhalgarh Fort, Mehrangarh Fort, the fort in Jaisalmer. Oh, sorry, Amer Fort, right? Uh, yeah, we, so, you know, we just, uh, uh, the, uh, the last Christmas, we were in Rajasthan exploring <laughs> some of these forts and palaces. And, uh, of course, we were awestruck by the sheer scale and how they were able to achieve this mm-hmm. back then. And they... You know, they influence the game a lot. Like subconsciously, I have, uh, I, I kind of, walk, you know, were walking all over the fort, each and every place to just know how it feels, what's the space like. And uh, when we were making the levels for Raji, uh, you know, it has influenced us. And uh, it is something I think that should be, you know, sh- reflected in the game because it is a. Uh, the origin of Raji is from Rajasthan and you know th- that medieval architecture is going to be reflected in the game very profoundly but not only that though when you actually look at the, the workmanship that went into creating not just the forts but all of um, you know the, the palaces you know the all, all the structures that are, that are there it's just insane amount of detail and this, over time, is going to be lost. Um, and it, it's like that with any generation. Um, that's unfortunately, these skills are going to be uh, no longer required, I suppose, in years to come. Yeah. And it's a real shame. And it's like you know, just getting that essence, isn't it? Just getting that that. Is this feeling. that the yeah. feeling that you get when you're actually there? We want the player to have that yeah. huge just sense of awe. Exactly. You just want to capture that little bit there, just be able to put it in the game, and it's and if we can get people to go, you know, like it's not just for the people. I mean, we're doing it very much for ourselves. Um, but you know, when you get that, oh my god, that looks amazing, and then it's like, I, do you remember when we first put out the first piece of geometry out mm-hmm. on Facebook, and Shruti was really nervous. It was so funny. <laughs> And um, and then the comments that came in, and it was just proof to the pudding, wasn't it? It was just like everyone was loving it. Yeah, and we we that was the very first post which had gone viral on uh, our Facebook page. It had I think almost two thousand reactions and maybe two fifty three hundred comments, and all of them, uh, uh, you know, they proved that you know this is worthwhile. This is uh, the right direction. And we actually keep looking for that. We we make something, we put out there. Like if you check the page, we have put so many updates, and we put an update every Wednesday and a Saturday, mm-hmm. and in between as well. We've started with more updates now, yeah. and uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like also with like some of the comments. I know I'm just going off topic slightly, but with some of the comments that actually come in, and then we do address them as well, especially like when it's like come with gameplay or mm-hmm. or something like that, and you know it. I suppose it and empowers the fans to say we're actually listening to what you're saying. I think that's. <clears> yeah. I mean, we can't do everything. I mean, we can't please everyone. No. You know, otherwise we'll be here till the end of time. But anyway. I I think it would make a very interesting uh, dev blog for the uh, level design influencers, mm-hmm. and 
environment influences what you know what i saw could work as you know for the blockout and what shruti saw from the forts and the palaces mm-hmm. what could work for environment art and i think that should be a massive topic yeah because when you you oh sorry sorry because when when you see um game design artwork and then when you see an actual artist do artwork it's rather different <laughs> yeah so ian you raised a good point about uh you're making you're making this game f- for yourselves first and foremost and it's it's funny you say that because i i was just listening in on an interview uh, with uh, Mr. Dennis Dyack of Silicon Knights uh, fame, you know, Eternal Darkness and Legacy of Kane and all these uh, popular uh, Nintendo GameCube and, and uh, pre- like PC games. And uh, he said that his, his first rule he had to learn was, you know, make it, don't make a game for other people because you'll never be able to uh, satisfy everybody. Make a game that you would want to play, right? And you'll, you will inevitably speak to people like yourself uh, who, who see a part of themselves in your game too that they, that they want to uh, explore or enjoy. Uh, so that, that's just funny that you said that because I've been hearing that all over now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true because at the end of the day, when it comes down to artwork or characters, environments or whatever, the thing is, everyone's a critic, and mm-hmm. this day and age, everything is so um, uh, visual. Um, every you know, whatever we put out there, everything is going to be commented on, and we can't please everybody, and we've got a finite amount of time to do this. And if we were trying to, you know, please others, then you know we won't we won't get the job done um, at all. Yeah, but also to uh, like add, like if we enjoy, if we initially when we started, we started to please ourselves because we wanted to do this for ourselves. We wanted to showcase our culture to others. We wanted to say that there is this world of treasure in India which we want to showcase us. We started off to please ourselves, so yeah, that's that's why mm. this game came into being. Mm. So yeah, and I think if if we can't impress ourselves first, then it's not even something that should go out. <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how we feel about every clip, every piece of art, every feature, every mechanic we make. That is it actually, you know, at least. Uh, presentable and you know for us presentable we we have put a higher uh, mark uh, you know like every month like this is how I feel about uh, our team that every month we you know we let we are leveling up every week we are trying to make something better uh, be it with the movement or be it with the camera or level design environment whenever these iterations are happening and you see the game coming to life, it's a reward itself. Because mm. yeah, inevitably, as, as we're, when we started out in the project, I mean, we did the teaser in five weeks, didn't we? Yeah. And that was just the, the four of us doing it. Um, and we had such elaborate um, storyboards, it was just bonkers. <laughs> it was almost like doing movie magic, wasn't it? But- storyboards? Well, we did storyboards for it all, yeah. And so, we, so Ian is the one who goes crazy with ideas. He wants everything in one time. Yeah. yeah. We just roll eyes. And like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. teaser was, you know, way too funny. It was probably a work of four or five months. And Ian wanted us to do it in four weeks. And, you know, you know for, for two weeks, I think we were just stuck on the cloth simulation or something. And I think Shruti was furious about it. And then I, I went to meet them. And uh, I don't know what Shruti was like. Shruti was a bit mad, I guess. And me and Ian, uh, so, you know, uh, we sat down. And I am a Wes Anderson fan. So I started with this uh, camera work. And I'm like, we're going to make the teaser based on this camera. And it just clicked. If you see the teaser, the very first teaser, it was launched in January 26, 2017. So that's what we're talking about and we finally pulled it off and it came out pretty good I think for Mm -hmm. a teaser and from there yeah it's all yeah but but, but we're making those assets it was just basically to to minimize 
everything and yeah we did sit down and we went right okay we can't do this can't do this can't do this can't do this all right okay all right let's cut everything out okay what can't have that creature feep yeah or that feature feature i'm like we're not gonna move the camera camera's only gonna go down from the ceiling because everything else we have to work yeah yeah and it's like everything else we just haven't got you know we, we can't texture everything and uh, Shrew was, uh, I was doing the geo, baking it, etc., throwing it to Shrew. She was like, you know, quickly doing a paint overs on that. And it, it was just beautiful, it really was. So he's just getting that, that streamline and getting that into, into, the, engine, uh, into the game engine, etc. But yeah, I mean, we did it because we wanted to. And it's like, it was beautiful, and that's what, uh, that's what inspired us. And one thing that I, uh, I, I got to ask about, because it kind of struck out to me, um, uh, and Shruti, I definitely want to kind of get your uh, uh, opinion on this. There's there's some amount of research that says India is a really uh, dangerous place for women, and and yet here we have a, a young female character, Raji, uh, fighting off this demon invasion. And it it stuck with me because here, even in the West, we have uh, a lot of problems with uh, female representation in our games and our comics and our movies. And we're making progress, but of course, there's still a long way to go. And I wondered if you guys wanted to, did you guys want to communicate anything about a, a woman's perspective in Indian culture in this game? Because it really seems like, you know, Raji's, Raji's uh, personality is kind of emphasized very heavily in the game. See, when we started off, we didn't have an intentional, like, it was not intentional to uh, portray something or it wasn't a message, but it did connect a chord like we didn't do it purposely but it did we always had this when me and Abhichal started talking about uh, the game I always had this idea of this girl like uh, in the game and I could always uh, see the character and mm-hmm. not because uh, like not because I wanted to represent a female character but it because the story demanded her we, we always went for the yeah. sibling story. Yeah, we never went, you know. Uh, it's It yeah. was just the struggle of, we never thought of the gender, but I always had the picture of this girl. And it, so that's how Raji started off, how she came into being. But she definitely is now, has struck a chord with a lot of uh, people, females. females out there. Because uh, as how I connect with the character is she's she's just a normal like human being with nothing special or uh, like <clears throat> she all all that makes her special is a courage and her love for her brother and that's where she goes on doing extraordinary things and she gets this courage and then she gets blessed by gods but if 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 the weapons given to her she's the one who's using it so she's making the weapon special so uh, that's that's how i see the character and i i think like that does strike a chord with a lot of females out there that you uh, it's just like you don't need to make a character special or look special because she looks a certain way or she has a certain body feature or it's it's just that her human characters her being uh, l- something you can relate to makes it more uh, like Raji makes it more special to I think everyone out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Few, few few days ago we were saying people relate to the struggle of the protagonist. They don't mm. relate to the gender. Mm. I'm not gonna be like I am a big fan, a massive fan of Transistor. Me too. And yeah, we both are. And uh, we I never like approached that game. Oh great, I'm gonna play as a female, or you know like oh female game, I'm not gonna play it. I was like, whoa, that's a fucking amazing trailer. Sorry for saying mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Edit that. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so Transistor, I mean, I, I just wanted to come back to this point that uh, uh, the notion of uh, male versus female, I feel personally is wrong. It's always about are you relating to the character's story, the, the background of what the character's been through or going through or what they're going to achieve. And I have a very good example, I mean, I've forgotten the name, but there was a documentary made on Horizon Zero Dawn uh, <laughs> after their success. And there is this guy who 
his going on and saying that he totally relates to the character it's her i mean it's him as her and that's that's where i was like yeah and you know with raji we never went for make it a female because people would get that or do that mm. or think that we because it's a sibling story and well raji is the and also maybe sister. uh in certain parts uh, i thought because in in hindu mythology like uh the female the goddess is uh like this supreme power like yeah. female is always held upon like that but not in the society that's a yeah, that's something we we, we we need to get to yeah, yeah. but um, that goddess durga or kali they they are the supreme uh, power even though they are female they have every thing that they can do that a male can can do so mm-hmm. any god can do so and that's why probably also we thought to representing raji as I, yeah I, i would like to share on the same note they in in indian mythology female goddesses were called upon to help the male goddess gods because they couldn't deal with the problem and that's <laughs> empowerment in the mythology in the very roots and actually you should you should go to our discord and see all these uh, fanboys <laughs> so uh should you raised a really interesting point earlier uh, about that like the this sort of family dynamic is is one of the main things that really drew you in this sister uh, searching for her her kidnapped brother uh and i got to i got to wonder you know family dynamics are different all over the world what to you guys uh what is the average uh, family dynamic in india like is there like an emphasis on you know respect your elders or like you know uh making bonds with siblings uh or is it a case by case basis uh i think all over india uh, family is very important like you you're uh, mostly probably most of people live in joint families you have your uncles your cousins your brother sister everybody growing up together you have you always have your grandfather grandmother around you so you have that uh, tradition of growing up with the whole family so you always have that roots of love for each other and uh, we have all these festivals like you live in have I won't give spoilers like rakhi or uh, things like that where uh, you strengthen the bond between the sibling and like uh, how much a brother or a sister means to you so th- these are the values that we've all grown up with like family always comes first like no matter what yeah no matter what you do whatever to protect your family or and that's that's the thought behind i think most of the people in india whatever they do they think about their family first they put the family before uh, the choices they make so uh, yeah and um, that was kind of the thought behind raji as well she's uh, she's got this only family member that's her brother and she loves her loves him to bits and just that one person that means so much to her is being taken away it's it's like her world coming crashing down so she has to do whatever she can to bring this person back or protect her and if that means her to go like go out of a comfort zone and fight demons then might as well do it so that's how she is and before we before we wrap up do uh do uh, ian or avichal do you guys have any thoughts about that as well exactly what she just said <laughs> yeah <laughs> no sure do you did it. that was an excellent explanation thank you for that 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 gives me a window into uh you know the story of raji that maybe i wouldn't have otherwise had and uh I am very excited to play the game when it comes out. It seems it's scheduled for uh, early 2020 to release, right? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh what what do the next few months look like for you guys? Are you uh still going to be promoting the game at shows or are you guys kind of head down in the game uh wrapping things up in the last like, you know, 8 to 12 months here? I I think my head is going to be buried into my laptop. I think yep. that's what I'm going to be doing. It's like, you know, I've uh, intravenous of uh, liquids and just don't move. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be just glued to our chair and that's it for the next few months. Yeah. Um it's it's yeah, we've got just one. late nights, no sleep. Yeah. 
and, <laughs> and lots of energy drinks. And if uh, if people want to support Raji or just keep tabs on it, uh, where can they go? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, what? Discord. Discord. Discord's the best Discord. place to be because you'll find us there. We try to reply uh, to our fans uh, quite often. And yeah, the community is there buzzing with excitement since our GDC uh, trailer has released. So join the Discord server if you want to talk to other members, other Raji fans. And if you still want to, you just want to follow the project, be updated about yeah, it. There's do, Twitter and Facebook. We do have other channels like art channels. So if you yeah, want to share your work and or just talk to us about Raji, we're always available yeah. there. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to uh, include a link to the Discord, uh, or at least a, a way for people to get to it in the show description, which you guys can find on SoundCloud.com. Uh, Avjal, Ian, Shruti, thank you so much for taking some time with me today. I've really appreciated kind of getting a better idea of what the, the Indian game industry looks like and the kinds of personal and historical things that you guys are bringing to the game. This has been a blast. Absolute pleasure. I mean, I, mean, I, I think we forgot to, uh, I mean, to the family point, I wanted to add that <laughs> how sure, sure. Our, our families have come together to support the game. Oh, gotcha. I mean, it's insane how the supportive our families have been when I was actually personally not expecting it and from my family and uh, my family stand of half the people are skeptical half the people are extremely supportive <laughs> so so you know uh, you know after uh, in 2017 and 18 and I mean so far we have a very supportive family and Shruti had actually uh, uh, sold her only property to fund the game's uh, development back in 2018. Yeah, that's that's when our Kickstarter was yeah was cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry. What? Uh, repeat yourself. What was that? Our Kickstarter. It was uh, oh, yeah. November eighth, two thousand seventeen. That's the launch date. Launch date. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> so so our Kickstarter didn't do well, and we had to cancel it. And at the same uh, time, Shruti's family was supportive of her and Shruti actually uh, sold her only property and apartment back from oh, wow. Kolkata, uh, where her hometown is, to fund the team. And later, uh, you know, my family pulled in funds and Ian's mom's pulled in funds. So it is a family project at this point. Yeah, because it was really overwhelming to see our families like we at least me I didn't expect my parents to say okay yes at first just yeah go sell this apartment of yours and do what you want to do then mm. like they just they just didn't say a word they just said you believe in this project you go ahead do it and yeah. said it. it was just that unconditional support wasn't yeah. it yeah. and it's like even for my mum I mean bless her I mean she doesn't really know what I do for a living and I just said, and I sat down when I, when I was back in England one time, and uh, she sat down and she saw what I do, and she, she was like amazed at how much time and effort actually goes into doing what we actually do. And, um, and then she got a better understanding of what we're doing, and then she was like, okay, what do you need? How can I help? And then she was just able to, to help us out financially. And if it wasn't for all, for all our families, um, Raji would have not got anything like yeah. we are now and also when we were coming you know our funds were coming to an end um well, i mean we were all thinking okay what we're we doing now and that's when the uh, un, un, uh, unreal yeah. grant dev yeah, the uh, timing the time it was, was impeccable it was yeah. impeccable so the unreal dev grant that kicked in um, when we literally had pennies to spare um, and and then we were able to, to move yeah, forward with that. Yeah. So we can't thank Unreal, uh, the guys at Epic, enough for that. Um, and and soon, I mean, that allowed us that uh, time to find a publisher. And we were very happy to find Super.com. And as you know, they are <laughs> publishers and we're good for a release now without... Uh, thinking, should I sell my guitar or should I even yeah. sell his bike? Yeah, sell my bike, anything else? Is that something I've not, not bolted? Okay. There was this moment, Ian wanted to sell his uh, 
bikes and I wanted to sell my home PC and guitar. <laughs> I remember that day. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that keep us going for two months. Yeah, yeah. to yeah, pay rent and eat bananas. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost a case of like, right, like value, what can I get for the bike? What can you get for this? What can you get for <laughs> Just having a, a, having a garage sale outside the dev studio. And there's misconceptions about the cost of video game development in terms of money and time. So many people, uh, friends of friends or family of friends, when I tell them, yeah, this game is going to take us uh, like, yeah, one more year or like 16 more months. They seem quite shocked because, and they expect yeah, it yeah. to be done in six months. And I, I have to explain it, you know, it's very much like making a movie, but harder. Mm. Now, I'm not sure, maybe movie is, it's, it's entertainment industry, it's all hard to make an animated movie or a, a movie and video games. Everything is hard and that misconception, I think, should clear like once someone is listening to a podcast like this. And well, I mean, uh, I... I certainly, on my side of the industry, I've always been struck by how uh, close I managed to get to a lot of people. I, I met my my partner through the games industry. Uh, I've met some of my best friends through the industry. And when times have gotten tough, it seems like uh, this industry, both the games media and the games industry itself, like it's super close knit when it needs to be. Uh, and people find a way to kind of support and build each other up uh the people who don't seem to kind of filter themselves out eventually right all right well we'll wrap it up there and folks every monday you can find a new episode of the 1099 here on soundcloud spotify and itunes and thank you so much for checking in and we'll see you next week (laughs) 